Christmas. If you were to summarize in one word why Christmas is important, what would your one word be? Family. Light. I think I love. Hope. Generosity. Joy. Joy. Home. Gift. Compassion. Giving. It's all those. And my one word, which kind of surprises me, is recalibrate. That's right, recalibrate. Christmas is kind of like a GPS, if you will. Reminds us once a year to get ourselves back on track to see what is essential, what is fundamental, what is real. We heard from the Gospel of St. John, read by Jono, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. This is the promise of Emmanuel that we just heard so beautifully sung. God with us. No matter what, no matter what, light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. Christmas is all about light in the darkness. It's not about trees and wreaths and poinsettias, though these are symbols of the season. It's not about buying, wrapping, and giving gifts, though these are expressions of the season. It's not about dinners and gatherings and carols and singing, though these are rituals that accompany the season. Christmas, Christmas at its core. It's not about our behavior. It's about God's. It's about God's action with us, humanity. It's about the radical expression of love. Yes, Christmas is remembering and celebrating the birth of this love into the world. A love so radical that it is outside description. A love so radical that it is beyond comprehension. A love so radical that it went against the established norms then as well as today. A love so radical that demands, requires really, a response. And so our giving and our gathering, our singing, our caring, if it's authentic, it comes from a place of love, that home where God dwells. You know, God has set up housekeeping within each of us. God has pitched God's tent among us. And this light is the light that shines in the darkness. Last Sunday, we had a lovely pageant. First time in my 27 years here. And I witnessed light shining in the darkness, but it happened before the pageant began. When one of our children spent his saved money to give one of our members who's a homeless person a scarf and a hat. When I watched 
the gift open, the man who received it began to cry. And my heart began, began to shimmer. For at that moment, I was witnessing light. When I was seven years old, my father died. And about three years after that, my mother remarried, hoping to find some stability for my brother and me. We went from a family of three to a family of eight. It wasn't the best marriage, and so we left after about two years. The first Christmas on our own again, we had very little income. My mother was a clerk at a health food store making minimum wage. And so often for dinner, we would have a bowl of cereal or soup. But we always had a candle. It was very important to my mother that there was a sense of the sacred that permeated the table, regardless of what we were eating or how much. Now, I'm telling you this just to give you a background of what happened that first Christmas after my mother had separated us from that destructive marriage. A few years before that Christmas Eve, I came home and the kitchen floor was full, full of bags of food, maybe 12 to 15 from Safeway, or maybe even more. And I asked, where did all this come from? My mother said that she had received her paycheck, and on the way out of the store where she was working, she ran into a friend who worked at a family shelter in Seattle for abused women and their children, and they didn't have any food for Christmas Eve. Mom said that our Christmas that year was to take the money that she had gotten from her job Rather than buying presents for us or food for our Christmas dinner, we were going to take that food to Seattle and make dinner for those people, which we did. That was light shining in the darkness. And the memory of that Christmas continues to inform every Christmas I've ever experienced ever since. A few weeks ago, a colleague sent me a link of an interview with former Vice President Joe Biden on ABC's The View, that daytime morning chat fest, which I have to say I've never watched before. But I did watch this one episode where Biden was asked by Sarah Hines, one of the co-hosts, what it's been like for he and his wife and family since the death of their son, Beau, who died of a rare brain cancer two years before. In his response, he said, it takes time. But he and his family have chosen not to focus on their loss, but on the inspiration that their son was. There is hope and purpose, he said. Beau believed this. And then he quoted, of all people, Immanuel Kant, the great 18th century German philosopher who said there are three parts of happiness. Something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward to. I was struck by that. Three parts of happiness 
something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward to. My friends, this is the message of this night of Christmas, to be recalibrated, if you will, to what is essential, something to do, to what is fundamental, someone to love, to what is real, something to look forward to. This is the truth that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness, no matter how dark, can never overcome light. So tonight, and in these coming days and weeks, I invite all of us to ponder, what is the something, the one thing, that you are to do to help shine light where there is darkness? Where, who is the one that you are to give your love to as you shine your light upon them? And what is the something you were looking forward to where you can be light in darkness? God has chosen to set up housekeeping within us, within you. This, this is Emmanuel, Christmas. And Christmas is about us being gifts to one another. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, we heard from the Gospel of John. How might we be that Word, that gift, that light to one another? A very blessed and Merry Christmas to each one of you. Amen.